the snap, and the ball is free. It's picked up by Michigan State. Jalen wants Jackson, and he scores. This is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. And the watch this is thank you to NIL. Oh, Michael, it's a beautiful Friday, isn't it? We're back yeah. again. It Look actually is. Usually, usually you just say that to say that, but it's I don't know what it looks like in fucking Bumville, USA, but it's beautiful over here. <laughs> Utah, dude, I'm telling you right now, perfect weather. It's like literally, the, it's like mid, it's 75 almost on the dot for like the next 10 or 11 days and mostly sunny. I love it. That's, love my, that's, that's my problem with Utah is that there's no variation in weather. Like you'll get different looks of far as weather, but when you get them, they're like 45 days in a row. It's like, oh, you don't yeah, like it's either it's hot forever. Yep, exactly. Yeah. But uh, I mean, other than that, Mike, I mean, it's just been an eventful couple of days. I mean, listen, it, beautiful weather out here. Like like we've already mentioned, Blink-182 is back together. You know, yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. That's, that's, you know. a, that's a conversation offline because uh, that trip might just be you and Daddy Fat Stacks based on what I'm seeing. But go ahead. Go off. <laughs> what, what do you mean? Where are you going? $300 tickets, brother? I, listen, Brandon's I like getting, Blink. Brandon's I, getting them for free, Michael. Bro, he's he's not, getting them for free. He's not getting them for free. He, he literally he texted me just the other day saying, yes, they actually are free. They will be dropped into oh, his account. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, now listen, <laughs> I, when she said, he said, if they could sit, he said, like, she'll set them aside. So I thought that meant, like, we can set them aside and you have to buy them at face value. I, that's what I interpreted it as. I didn't know. Listen, if you're in the Denver free. area and you need tickets, contact Brandon. Find him. No, no, no. <laughs> don't do that. Because I still have been you know, like, to an Avs game. So don't do that. Listen, even if they did cost $300, uh, our six pack's going to win us at least 600 because well, listen, as long uh, as as long as it's a three pack and it's just my three because my three are solid. Uh, listen, who won their three last week? Yeah, but like, okay, but I'm just saying I'm carrying the weight for the team. You had individual wins, congrats, but like I'm I'm doing my part for the team and you're letting me down. I had five or th- two out of my three except for, except for fucking Washington, and that's really where we're gonna start the, uh, last week recap. Is just fuck Washington. Outside that's of that, pretty everything much else. The biggest takeaway. Yeah. Right. I mean, they. I just. I'm still upset about it. Fucking losers, man. Anyways, so <laughs> this is Name Image Podcast. We're here to talk college football, obviously. And boy, howdy, do we have do we have a, a weekend ahead of us, my friend? <laughs> oh yeah. We, so, oh, it's it, listen. It's the, before you dive into it. Like we just agreed that we this was the calm before the storm. We had some. Uh, it was fun watching Kansas TCU. That was fun. That was a good. But game. I, I called my shot TCU. I already knew that coming through the door. I'm a prodigy. Anyways. Uh, I don't even like kind of like there. You you won't be able to watch any of these games because you'll have to go like you know apple picking or coffee or something. So I'll just enjoy them on your behalf. But wow, what a slate! What a slate! Exactly right. I'm gonna have to do something ridiculous like that. But hey, that's where YouTube comes into play. But yeah, some great games. <laughs> I mean, some some okay games last week. Uh, tough <laughs> tough outing from for our youths out there. UCLA does look quite good, and we'll get to that you know yep. in a, in a little bit as well. Um, you know, Georgia's the powerhouse. We all obviously knew they were going to be. Texas is back. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, should, I mean, should be determined. We don't TBD. need to spend a lot of time on that one because that it, it's just it, that it, this is just the year where it, we kind of like if you were paying attention to the Sooners, this was coming down the line. Like it, now, that right. it's going to be an absolute ass kicking, like it was. No, but just the way the last couple weeks were trending heading into that that big rivalry. It, I mean, that's Listen, just embarrassing. That was as a, as a Michigan State fan, I can empathize because we're we're not necessarily on the same level because obviously of of you know this is Brent Venable's first year and Tucker's been there now for a little bit, but it's also like the people who it's just the, all the noise on social media is just so annoying, especially if you're a, a team of a major program who's just going through a bad stretch because. They just are, love to pile on, and it's just people who have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. And people are like, "Oh, Brent Venables, this, it's like he's been there for like eight months. Like, give him a break." Well, you know? it, it, but it's it's just like unless you're again like a diehard Boomer Sooner fan, like you're really keeping tabs on the team and like the latest trends and everything happening like that. Like it, Oklahoma is just a it's a recognizable name, so you just expect to turn on the TV or just check a score and at least see them putting up like 35, 42, 49, right. something in that realm. So I think. For the average college football fan or somebody who's more invested and somebody outside of Boomer Sooner, they probably looked at that game and were like, oh, my God. But to your point, again, 49-0 or whatever it ended up being is, is a sticker shock. But it's 
like you said, new regime. They got left out hanging. They they did the best they could to bring in Venables, which was a really good hire given the Their circumstances. Talent so was siphoned, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, like it, it's took all, yeah. you don't want to see a loss like that, but it's not like if you're paying attention, it wasn't the most outlandish thing to have happened. Listen, Boomer Sooner Nation, because I know you're all listening, all of um, I'd be plenty of plenty of room to hop on. It's same colors and everything. Hop on Utah. We're playing USC this weekend. Fuck Lincoln Riley. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I don't even you think know? You, have to, you have to convince people of that. I think, right. I think it's our is already like, yeah. Like, listen, same color. Gonna do it. Cross out the O and just add like, Ta at the end. We're, we're willing to set aside this whole Cowboys versus Indian things for one weekend. All right? We're all Utes this weekend. <laughs> Native Americans. <laughs> Cowboys. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. I mean, outside of that, you know, we had some interesting ones. It's, we touched briefly on the under for the Iowa Illinois game, or yeah, and I think the point total was like 20, 25 or twenty six or something weird like that. And we were like, yeah, it's man, that's low. Uh, boy, did they? I mean, even Vegas was kind of giving away points there because it ended nine to six. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I just yeah. Um, anyways, South Carolina, you know, the big upset over Kentucky. Obviously, Will Levis was out. Um, back did not look great, and that's oh. that's going to be the interesting picks involved now with Kentucky because yeah. you know, Will Levis is supposed to be back, but I mean, like at what, like at what capacity? Right, and I, I this took the wind out of the sails. Like, like this was for Kentucky yeah. season to be really something. Like, obviously they'll be in a bowl game, they'll they'll be in a big bowl game if everything shakes out right, but. It is like this season was supposed to be the season where if you guys that's that's the game you should have won, but it kind of sucked the wind out of sales. And now if you're a Kentucky fan, you're probably hitting the panic button slightly. Like we better start hitting the transfer portal hard because obviously the backup is not going to cut it for us. Like we better pull a miracle together if we're going to keep this thing going. Well, it's a little bit of a a weird kind of uncharted territory for Kentucky because normally at this point of the year, they're like, thank God it's like 25 days until basketball season. Right. But even basketball has kind of been like on like a weird, you know, so it's, yeah, this is kind of weird for them. I don't, it'd be interesting to hear from them really and and think, you know, ask about like, you know, how much investment really is in football at this point. And it's obviously nice to have a good team. You know, Michigan State's very similar in the way that, you know, football and basketball have both been Solid, right? It's, I'm, you know, obviously we had our run back in the day with basketball and then even football in the last 10 years have been good, but it's always one of those things. It's kind of, it's a great luxury to have. And it's not the same there at every school to have both to kind of look forward to. And so it, I think for Kentucky, they can handle that, right? Yeah. They know they're not a Georgia and Alabama. They just want to be right. in the conversation, right. you know? So anyways, right. um, that was a weird one. Alabama, Texas A&M. I mean, another injury game, right? right. Uh, and Texas A&M, I mean, they they had it really. I mean, they, really, they had it, and they kind of just pissed it away. Which is- uh, another game, much like uh, Kentucky or Alabama fans were looking at the backup, and now while he is a freak athlete, little to no arm talent whatsoever. So, and, and we'll <laughs> that's a big topic of conversations. We we talk about the old Tennessee Alabama uh, shakedown, but. Yeah, you got to be a little nervous having Bryce Young go out and then watching, you know, what happens when he is not there. The arm talent is not there, but obviously you could beat him with his feet, as we saw. So not the end of the world, but it will make for an interesting matchup if Bryce Young does not come back this weekend. Yep, yep. A nice pat on the back for Notre Dame, which just sounds horrible. It's just for beating BYU. Thank you. That's just uh, much appreciated. Our poor Miami Hurricanes, they, they tried. Tyler Van Dyke had a really nice response because it's all been up in the air for him and, you know, fans wanting the backup and things like that. Uh, Yeah, he went 42 of 57 for 496 yards, three touchdowns (laughs) and an interception in a losing effort. (laughs) What a stat line. Oh, that's crazy. So, yeah, North Carolina eat that one out, which – uh, it, North Carolina games are bizarre, and even this next week, like I look at the point spread, I'm like, man, they're only favored by you know a couple points here, but you know against inferior opponents, they, but their defense just doesn't exist. So I don't know. Right. We'll 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 get to that. Yeah, but outside of that, that was that was pretty much last week, and it was one of those where, you know, if you had other things to do during the day, probably fine. You know, and you could catch mm-hmm. up on it as needed. Oregon Stanford's a wild, you know, Pac-12 after dark game, but uh, yeah, let's. Let's look forward, shall we? Actually, let's oh, look, yeah. look back one more time because last night uh, we had a fantastic Absolutely game. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, yeah, Baylor-West Virginia was a, a wonderful game. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't really know what to expect there. 
at all. And JT Daniels, West Virginia, they've had somewhat of a down year. Uh, that's a big win for him, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, if you're, we don't disparage anybody in this podcast, but Beats looking at you, if you're a NFL's a superior product and you were actually watching the NFL game last oh, night over yeah. that game, you you're you don't know good football because that was a fantastic game. We literally we turned off the the commanders and bears all together. Right. We, it, 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 wow. That, Just Thursday NFL night football terrible. in general. Like I like I'm I'm at this point and I you know it's going to sound crazy and I'm sure other people have already made the point as well. Like it's it's just it's not a good product no. for one. It's not necessary either. Don't get me wrong. No. I I love football. Like it, it is you know what it is and NFL is great and all that, but. I don't. I just don't need it on Thursdays. I don't because for one, there's usually college football on, right? right. Which is great. Right. And for two, if the games are going to be this bad, the players don't like right. playing it. The coaches hate it as well. People right. get injured. We don't need it. So Amazon and Bezos, all that, like you know, congrats on rocks. You know, but uh, yeah, it's just it's just ridiculous. You know, mm-hmm. but anyways, yeah, Baylor West Virginia, fantastic game. Our boy John Reese Plumley for UCF also had a night. Let me let me read you off this stat line. They beat yep, Temple. Give it, to me. it started as a very close game. They ended up winning seventy to thirteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, here we go. It's loading. There we go. John Reese Plumley, uh, eighteen for twenty-two, three hundred seventy-three yards. So that's seventeen yards of completion. Four touchdowns, no interceptions. Three rushing touchdowns as well with 37 rushing yards. So, uh, you know, our boy had seven touchdowns. <laughs> I mean, it, it just furthers our theory. Uh, good uniforms, just just hammer that team. Right. They were, were right. fabulous uniforms. UCF is undefeated in their space uniforms, fun fact. So a little insider betting yeah. knowledge there. So, all right. Uh, here's the week. We got 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, Kyle. What's, what's that 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time? Uh, Minnesota, no, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, Penn go go. <laughs> Penn State at Michigan. Yeah. Um, yes. Just a few nice little tidbits here. Uh, Franklin sucks uh, playing against top ten teams, especially yeah. on the road. Like Fair he, enough. I think he's one one. I think he's like one for eleven or something ridiculous like that. Uh, he just doesn't show up, and I don't know no. what it is. And he always seems to be kind of a dumb play, you know. And, and it's all it's at home or on the road at at the big house because Michigan just doesn't seem to play away ever. Um, but, uh, I don't know. This is an interesting one. I do think this is a different Penn state team. And of course it can be like, Oh, you just want to bet against Michigan because I'm, I'm just not going to bet on Michigan in general because it's just going to piss me off either way. Um, unless they win. And then it's like, cool. Like at least if they're going to win and be good, at least win me some money. But I don't know. What do you, what are your kind of your takeaways here? Michigan's currently favored by seven. Right. And I, and I, I, th- I, I'm spot, I'm right in line with you. It's, I want to believe that Penn state could do this, but Franklin just cannot ever rally the troops and, and pull these games out. So I, I do think Michigan wins this overall. It could be an ugly game and I, I over 49 and a half. That's what they have the point total at. That one makes me nervous. If you were to bet on that. Uh, but it's, I think for my personal selfish reasons, I want Michigan to win this because I really want an undefeated Michigan, undefeated Ohio state heading into post Thanksgiving. Cause that would be just Nirvana. But, <sighs> yeah. but I know, I know for you, you don't want, we don't want success for big blue and I get that, but I just, I don't, there's nothing about Penn state that really inspires me thinking they're going to come here and win this game. I do think. It should be a fun game to watch. I, I hope that if they can make it ugly and maybe take it into the fourth quarter tied or a one-score game, maybe something freak can happen. Uh, but I unfortunately think that as boring as it's going to be, Michigan is just going to kind of pull this one out and just kind of beat them down slowly but surely. So it, it'll be a good one to start the start the, uh, the the wet the beak for the day, but I think Michigan definitely pulls this one out. Some really, uh, really good running backs on display here. Blake Corum is yeah. very solid, obviously, for, for Michigan. Um, Penn State's got this kid, Singletary, who is just incredible. Um, yeah, Nicholas Singletary, I think he's a f- – I want to say he's a freshman, but I, I could be completely wrong here. But he's incredible. Uh, and and that's what Penn State's needed kind of ever since the Saquon Barkley you know, days. The last couple of years, they haven't really had that running game. Yeah, Singletary brings it every single game. Clifford's Clifford, you know, he's the game manager type, that sort of thing. We might see some Allaire or Alar kind of thrown see, in there. But as well. that, that's exactly where this game's gonna they, they, like this is where this goes south for him because it's you're not not necessarily a one trick pony, but they're gonna they're gonna bottle up the run game. They're gonna force Clifford to pass. And at the end of the day, do we have faith to Clifford to beat Michigan with his arm? I, I don't think so. Right. I mean, 
I think I, I just don't I don't see Clifford being able to win this game on his arm. So if they can get the run game going, maybe. But like I said, I think they're going to sell out hard on the run game. Make Clifford try to beat him through the air, and I just don't think it's going to happen. I think there's going to be two turnovers total in this game, and here's how it's going to work out. If it's even where each team has one, Michigan's just going to win that, right? Michigan's yep. going to win that game. Only chance for Penn State is if they get if they get both of those turnovers, right? right. You know, right. it's and that's it's just unlikely. Michigan's just very careful with the ball. It is going to be um, McCarthy though, like he's the one who is typically fumble prone and things like that. Right. This, right. this is really the first actual full team I think they're facing. Iowa just does not count. <laughs> Neither oh, does Maryland. Oh, uh, no, no. And, yeah, it's we all know about the and other and I mean, I, so. If you can get to McCarthy, and you because you are right, like he is prone to cough the ball up. So I guess, I mean, maybe the strategy is, you know, get to the passer by all means necessary, even if that does end up, you know, leaving guys on one-on-one coverage and everything like that. But, I mean, maybe that's the key to success. Maybe it's hope and pray that you're going to force that one one or two turnovers and, and maybe get the ball in your own field and, and be able to walk away with some points. But again, I, I just, I think that they're outmanned. I think they're outweaponed. I, I just don't see Penn State pulling this out. I hope it's a close game because it would be fun to start the Saturday slate off with that. But I just don't envision a Penn State playing a game that's going to see a victory in the big house. Maybe on maybe on Penn State soil, but it definitely not in the big house. Yeah, it, it'll. I, I'm glad this game's early though. Kind of you know right. be able to have that on, and you know there's some there's some other ten, decent ten o'clock games as well. Uh, just to note, uh, <laughs> to go back to Minnesota, Illinois, it's crazy. At least on this app, I'm looking at Illinois ranked, and that's just I'm just not used to seeing that. And uh, no. it's good old Burt Bielema. Um, Auburn Ole Miss is an interesting one. Uh, um, Ole Miss currently favored by about 15 and a half. Auburn's just kind of at that point where they hate their coach. They they just the mm-hmm. season can't be over enough. They obviously just want to get rid of him at some point. When's that going to happen? I don't know. Has the team given up? 15 hey. points? Like ah, I just if don't you're know. if you're ever a, a a decent to good coach and Auburn comes knocking, just accept it because even if you don't have success, oh, yeah. they're going to buy you out. Like right. they're just the king of buyouts. Like we're going to bring in a right. year or two and then buy you out, and you're just going to send you on your way with a fat stack of cash. Yep, and then yeah, and then you go hide in Alabama's program as an assistant. Exactly. That way, you still get the paycheck from Auburn. Like exactly. so, yeah, no, that's exactly it. Um, moving on. Kansas, Oklahoma. This uh, is a, another one that gets brought up a lot, and I, I just don't, I just don't know. Um, it, well, it, we don't, we, we, nobody knows because it's, <laughs> it's the Kansas who took the lickings from TCU. I mean, they, they, it was a fun rally to start. Not to say the one loss is you know totally done doing your season in, but just like Oklahoma. We're talking about two teams that just have no momentum coming into this game. So it's going to be ugly. I hope there's just a lot of points. I hope it's just defensive breakdown after defensive breakdown, and it's just an air raid. But, yeah, this this game got real lackluster real quick considering both the results from last week's games. Right, and, like, Kansas did look good against a very good TCU team. And being being the backup, backup Bean came in. Um, yeah, after the day, uh, Daniel's injury and I, he went 16 for 24, 262 pass yards, four touchdowns, one interception. Yeah. Um, but also like, you know, really moved the ball well on the ground, but now that there's tape out, like, you know, yeah. they're going to be able to kind of scheme against it. But at the same time, you're looking at Oklahoma's defense who I couldn't scheme their way out of a cardboard box right now. No, so like, me. yeah, it was, it was uh, but yeah. And so Oklahoma was favored by eight and a half points. A few of the pods I've listened to talk about betting are like, yeah, I'm taking, I'm, I'm just going to take Oklahoma because you know Vegas has just been, for one, they are way sharper and way quicker uh, than they, than they probably have ever been, especially oh, in college yeah. football, which has always been a little bit difficult. If Vegas thinks this is going to be a pretty close and be like, if if they look at this Oklahoma team and are like, yeah, the, the these are the favorite that team that you just watched last week get blown out four nine nothing, that's the favorite. That just gives me enough pause to be like, they're not, they're not dumb. Like, obviously, they see something here. So (laughs) I'm on the complete opposite side, but but go off, Queen. I mean, (laughs) so so you're on Kansas, and I'm not. I don't. If I were to put money on this game, it would. I would probably just take points and hope for a really fun game to watch because I. This is just, if like I said, sloppy game. But I do think Kansas. There's there's enough juice left in Kansas. I think we may be looking at an Oklahoma program where the players are just kind of like throwing their hands up at this point. Like the season's the season's an L. Like I don't even know if they're inspired to go play in a bowl game after this. So I, <laughs> this could just be a you know it, maybe Kansas comes back a little bit of a redemption after losing to TCU, but. 
Yeah, I, I'm kind of on the opposite end of this. I think Kansas might pull this one out and it not only cover, but just win outright. Uh, but it'll be interesting. I mean, again, another game that it hopefully is fun, just a lot of points, a lot of high-scoring affair, but we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting. Um, to wrap out the 10 o'clock ranked games, uh, ranked Texas. Oh, look at that. They're back. Uh, number 22, Texas against Iowa State. Texas favored by 15. That is one of them I'm will- I'm almost willing to – Toss in the old uh, in the old six pack because, for one, Texas obviously looked very good. I mean, they're just now going to be really brimming with confidence. And you're looking at an Iowa State team who has just not been good at all. Um, you know, losing. Fair. You know, they they started you know three zero, but you know one of those wins was against Iowa, Southeast Missouri State, and uh, and Ohio. Uh, then lost a close one to Baylor, lost another close one to Kansas, and lost by one point to Kansas State. I get like the idea that like yeah they're they're close and they're in all these games, uh, but at some point they're kind of just standing on standing on those wobbly wobbly legs, getting a little speed wobble here. I think they're <laughs> just going to kind of crash quite a bit. And it's at Texas. Uh, I I like I like Texas to win. I think probably by like at least like seventeen eighteen points. Uh, this you can't even script this because this is again back to back. I couldn't be more opposite. I could not be more opposite. For- <laughs> what do you see from Iowa State that gives you any? You, you you just said it. You just said it. Like three heart close heartbreaking losses. And Kyle, I don't care how good your football program is. I don't care how good your basketball program is. For whatever reason, when you see Iowa State on the fucking schedule, pucker your butthole because they're always prone to make something happen. And it may not be an outright dub, but fifteen and a half points is so many points in this matchup in my mind. It, I, I'm not saying Iowa State's going to win, but I could see this being a Texas sweating this out, winning by like 10 points. Let's get on the road and go back home because this could be, I, I don't know. I, I just think yeah. Iowa State has enough to make it ugly. I, I think Iowa State is a team that has nothing to lose. I think that they're just going to, they're going to dial up some trick plays. They're going to try to push the ball where they can. Like they, the defense is going to be buzzing. I, I listen. I hope I'm wrong because you're my dear friend. Uh, but I, just, I don't. I don't say has enough. Neither, uh, yeah, do, neither I, do I. And I'm not. I'm not doing this out of spite, Texas. Even though right now I'm throwing two horns down just because. But uh, Iowa State just feels like, like, you know, like I said, you just said it. They, they've been, they've been right there at the end. They've been, they've been beating it. They've been, it, like, they're right there. And this might be the game where they put it all together. And again, not, not an outright victory, but yeah. points is so many points. That's a good point. That's a good point. We'll see. I, Texas riding high. This is a trap game. This, this is about the most, you know, stereotypical textbook trap game you could possibly imagine. They just beat the brakes off of their their rivals, riding high. Like they have their eyes downfield of the upcoming slate. Like Iowa State should be a, a, a easy breezy. There's just something about the Cyclones. It is again, it's football and basketball. When you see them on the schedule, it gives me pause because they just always make it ugly. Yeah, they could make it ugly enough to lose. Right, and this is kind of one of those. Yeah, they because they do uh, show off or show down against Oklahoma State next week, and so this is one of those. Yeah, they might they coming off the big win, they might be right. looking ahead. Okay, the the, the, okay. the letdown look ahead. Shout okay. out to our boys. Put that, but I, put that one in the old tickler file. So I, right, right. Put in the tickler file, and and I'm not. It is not me just being you know devil's advocate. I truthfully think that Iowa State can make this game very ugly for the Longhorns. All right. Here we go, Michael. This hey, we're going to agree on one. <laughs> this is one where I'm going to tell my wonderful wife, like, from about 1.30 till 4, like, I really just need to just be kind of locked in here. It's Alabama, Tennessee. Yep. I mean, it's weird because, you know, in the past, it's always been, you know, Tennessee, like, they're finally hitting that stride, which which – they're one of those schools I, I just don't really have any ill will, will towards. And even that goes even into basketball as well. Like it always brings me back to like the Dwayne Chisholm era with the baggy shorts and the headbands when everyone had that, you know, on, on you know, in basketball. Uh, yeah, I just and, you know, going and visiting the campus, you know, a couple months ago. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah I got I got us all cool Tennessee gear. Is that enough to, you know, to pick Tennessee in this one? Michael, are we going to bet against Nick Saban? Kyle, I, you know. I, I eventually we're going to agree on one eventually. And you hear that Kyle? Do you hear that? Oh yeah. It's the fucking balls. <laughs> Dude, the balls <laughs> are going to fucking win this game outright. Hey, listen, outright. All the money, all the money outright. The balls are winning this game. 
I like it. His shoulders in two pieces. He's got one shoulder that's completely off. It's it's out of its socket. He can't even throw the ball. The, the balls. Listen, I've never been more sure about something in my entire life. I might go drop. I might go take out a loan. I might do it. The balls <laughs> are winning this game, and there's no doubt in my mind. Hendon Hooker. This is when he wins the Heisman. This is going to be the one that we look back on. Like this was his Heisman moment. When it at home, Kyle, it's at home. The beautiful, they already got the checkered figured out. It's gonna be orange, white, checkered. Peyton Manning's the guest picker on college game day. Like, just don't even show up, Alabama. This is gonna be the Vols all the way, and you can't change my mind. Wow, yeah, no, that's it's compelling. It's very compelling, let me tell you. And I feel like if there's ever going to be a season where Tennessee can beat Bama, it, it's just, it feels like this season. Bama's they obviously still right good. They have them right where they want them. They have them right where they want them. Right. They, they made an ugly win. Again, they've had an ugly win against Texas. They've had an ugly win against Texas A&M. Starting quarterback, Saban's doing his best PR stunt to try to, you know, smoke and mirrors, smoke and mirrors. Bryce Young, if he plays in this game, he very well might get hurt again, but I, I don't yeah. think he's going to be 100%. He's not going to be able to push the ball down the field. And you're about to walk into an undefeated Neyland Stadium. And the amount of moonshine that's going to be drank, it probably from right now until God knows what time on Saturday, this is going to be electric. They might have to call in the National Guard, Kyle. God, I love it. And let's do this real quick. Just I need you to close your eyes. Close your eyes. Can you make like a – think of a time machine. Can you make a noise of like what a time machine would sound like? Real quick. 2006, baby. We're going. Oh! 2006. That's the last time the Tennessee beat Alabama. Let's, uh, here's that. And a great article that I just found just Googling this, um, you know, that takes us back. The last time University of Tennessee beat Alabama football was in 2006. During that year, gas averaged $3.03. Boy, that'd be great. Um, and a year. I, I still had air. A year of tuition at Harvard cost $30,000. Uh, I think Colorado Mesa costs about that much. So there you go. And a gallon of milk was $3.23. Can you give me a guess? 2006. Yep. What uh, What do you think the number would think? This is a very prominent icon of our youth. He was in a group. He obviously split off. 2006. What was the number one song? <laughs> he was in a group and he split off. 2006. One of the best entertainers, I would say, of our generation. I, I don't know a lot of people who don't like this individual. This is so hard because, Kyle, in 2006, I was I was wearing fucking Salt Life t-shirts and listening to Kenny Chesney, so I don't fucking know. Who is it? It's our boy JT. Number one single, Sexy Back. <laughs> oh Are the Vols God. bringing Sexy Back <laughs> this weekend? <laughs> They're bringing, they're bringing some. I didn't know that. Just, I didn't know just Timberlake was part of. Oh, he was. What band was he part of? In sync. Oh, that's right. That's right. I listen. I, I okay. I went to you know. I went to little. I went to school in Middleton, Colorado. All right. There wasn't a whole lot of pop. Thought, you know, poppy stuff going. I on. I thought you loved In Sync. Or was it Backstreet Boys? One of them. I thought you were. I, I think, are you confusing me with your other friends? Maybe maybe Dominic. I don't. Know. I've never in my life have I ever said out loud, "Oh, Backstreet Boys and In Sync are my fave." Hmm. Interesting. What was the first concert you ever went to? Aaron Carter, bro. <laughs> okay, that. <laughs> okay, I knew it was. I knew. I knew there was something in there. Hey, hey, Aaron so, Carter, who also had Shaq on a hit single. I mean, don't, right. don't ever disrespect Aaron right. Carter. Right. So we're writing that, and then uh, the last little note here: um, Reese Witherspoon won Best a- Actress as June Carter Cash in Walk the Line. The yeah, iPhone and Twitter were both invented, and God, it's really only been downhill since. So, hey, but listen, this is redemption. This, this is, this is. We're gonna look back at the year 2022, and we're gonna say, where were you when Hendon Hooker beat down Nick Saban in Neyland Stadium? Listen, I already saw a tweet. The the athletic director is already ordering a backup pair of goalposts because they're anticipating those things to get ripped out of the goddamn ground, Kyle. And that is not a joke. I will Nailing find the tweet and I will retweet it. Wow, because you know I got a glimpse of it with my own eyes, and let me—it's—it's it's definitely old, and like kind of got that old glory to it, you know. That stadium, boy, it's. Uh, it, it I might, hope it's, it might it might crumble to the ground. If, if in all honesty, if Tennessee wins this game, I'm like the National Guard thing was kind of a joke, but it might not be a joke. Like they might have to like barricade in place and like surround the city of Knoxville and just wait for the wait for the storm to settle down because. Right. And, you could, and you could probably ask Tennessee fans too. It's like, listen, if if you were there in the stadium to witness Tennessee beating Alabama, uh, but at the expense of the uh, 
stadium crumbling down and, and, and killing everyone there, they'd probably all sign up for that and be like, oh. my life will not get better after that point. So if yeah, they win this well game, diehard Tennessee fans for the rest of their life, somebody will be like, oh, like, what's like the greatest moment in your life? And they'll look all of their 75 children in the eye that they had with their sister and be like, uh, Tennessee beating Alabama. None, none of my children being born. You know, none of, none of that. It's just when Tennessee beat Alabama. Like, this is that big of a deal to these people. I love it. So we're not even talking spreads here. We're just talking Tennessee outright. Um, I'm heavy, heavy, many units, Kyle. Many I'm in it. Units. I'm in it. I'm ready. All those with that thirty dollars that I won last week. This is yeah. where it's going. Okay, I love it. All right. Well, then we don't even need we don't even need pick six. We'll just you know we'll just we'll just ride Tennessee. Uh, in just case you're wondering, because I pulled up now. If you if you wanted to go, uh, one ticket. If you want us to go by yourself, Kyle, three hundred sixty dollars to sit in upper HH. <laughs> well, boy, if we if only Washington didn't fuck us over, man, we could have been there. So fuck you, Washington. We could have bought one ticket for the both of us, and we just swapped out a half time. I will never pet a husky in my life ever again. So there well, you I, go. I, there's one husky I like. Shout out Kia. I think you met Kia when you came to I visit my, my town home. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. surprised she's still alive. But hey, shout out Kia. Hey, shout outs. Um, <laughs> we got another good game at 1:30 as well. Oh, do we? Nice little little back and forth action here. Uh, Oklahoma State TCU. Mm-hmm. Number eight versus number thirteen. You know, these, I don't know which poll is which. So you know, if, if these are off, whatever. But um. Talk about just kind of a game that came out of nowhere, especially for TCU undefeated, Oklahoma State undefeated mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. TCU favored by four points. It is at uh, it is at the TCU Stadium, which is called Amon G. Carter Stadium. How do, how are we feeling about that? T- uh, TCU favored by four points. Uh, well, first of all, I think I think one of the biggest favors that anybody could ever done for TCU was Kansas coming out of the cannon hot to start the season because now I'm looking at their their both the results from the previous games and all the games going ahead. TCU could very well be I don't know if we could put playoff picture team depending on how the top four shake out around them, but uh, TCU could very well be in the conversation of playoff team if they win this game because after that. I mean, they're peppered with wow. with, yeah. with good. With I mean, they, like we're looking at you know if they can pull it out against Oklahoma State, which is a big task. I mean, let's not look ahead. But they got Kansas State, West Virginia, Texas Tech, uh, Texas, Baylor, and then wrap it up with Iowa State. Like if they win all those out, Kyle, we're we talking about Horn Frogs being possibly in the playoff picture, if if not on the outside looking in by a spot or two. Oh yeah, that I mean yeah, that's. It's going to be interesting. Oklahoma like, State. Nobody. Token, like, yeah. TCU is that team that's always – I feel like we mentioned this previous episodes. They're always ranked. Like, they're they're always just in the mix somewhere in that 15 to 20, 25 range every year coming in, and they, they you seem to always kind of finish there. This could be the year that they really make a lot of noise and you know, kind of a crowning achievement year for them because they are unsuspectingly – Really good. I'm not saying like nobody expected them to be good, but this is kind of wild how good they are to this point and like convincingly. Like they've been beating, you know, a, some, you know, Oklahoma is, is Oklahoma, whatever. But if they win out, I mean, that's an impressive showing. By this the is kind of the year to do it. I think for both a team like Oklahoma State and well now TCU because you know Baylor's on a little bit of a down year. Obviously, Oklahoma very down year. Um, you know, West Virginia is not, doesn't really have the legs. Great. Hey, great win though. Texas is obviously there, like kind of laying in right. the weeds, you know, a little unsuspecting. Yeah, no, you're right. That's, uh, that's an interesting one. I mean, cause I like, and again, we're, we're putting the, the carriage way before the horse because the second half of their, their schedule is yeah. just kind of ridiculous. Cause they're catching a lot of good teams at the second half, but I mean, it, TCU is just—they're just an unassuming team that never really gets any media love. No, nobody really talks about them, and they just continue to win ball games. And I think there's a very real possibility that they beat Oklahoma State this weekend, which would be awesome. I, I mean, for anybody bitching about parity, here's all your parity right here. Like TCU could very feasibly be in the top ten after this weekend. Right? Yeah. Oh, it's just—it's just weird. Yeah, especially Oklahoma State. Like Spencer Sanders is. He's been good. He's just another one of those quarterbacks, though, where he's been there forever, and he just hasn't. I just haven't seen him get any better. He's no. no. just. It's the same as Kellen Mond when he was at you know, Texas A&M. Another one of those QBs where it's like, you've been there forever, and you're exactly as good as you were as a freshman. Like right. I, I see no improvement. You know, right. but I don't know. I haven't hey, watched a ton of Oklahoma State though this season. So yeah, another that's, another that's good for what it's worth. Take it for what it's worth. Another good uniform. For TCU, no, I, oh. I, I don't believe yeah. this is the first of its kind. Oh. I think this uniform's been worn before, but 
Very solid. This is TCU is one of the very few teams that pull off purple uniforms and do them very well. And they have a very nice setup looking for the Oklahoma State game. Well, and what I can't tell either, and what's kind of hard to tell is, you know, when, when they use these different filters and things like that, you know, um, like, do they have all that red accent on it as well? Like, is that the, is that? No, the I think I was looking at the, I was looking at the photos that we were sending back and forth in our, what is just now a uniform little group chat. Uh, I believe it's just the red lights in the stadium. I think it's just the red lights that were giving <sighs> it the red field. I, it's. From what I could gather, it's just their their blacks with the the purple accent, and then I mean like the matte the matte purple helmet, phenomenal, just incredible. So again, take for what it's worth, but another uniform game, another uniform game that TCU's coming in looking slick. I, yeah, I, I mean that that makes all the difference because if you have the red numbers and the red accents on there, oh yeah, that's a dub. Well, you're, just, it, you're not going to lose in those. Yeah, and I don't know. I'm sure if we if we wanted to, and I don't want to, but I'm sure if people get back and found like big games where teams rolled out some like awesome uniform combos, I'm sure we could maybe find some science behind it. But it just feels like college. It rings very true. The yeah. uh, the uh, look good, feel good, feel good, play good. 100% rings true in college football. It's at least so good for a touchdown. The oh. uniforms alone, at least good for seven points. It, it's good for it's good for a touchdown and or a turnover. Like j- just yeah. by rolling out some awesome uniforms, it's good for at least a touchdown or a turnover. I like it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, it, I yeah. I, I'm almost willing just to put all my effort into Tennessee because I look at all these other lines and stuff, and I'm just like. I have no fucking idea. I think well, last it, week is as close as we'll ever get. I think I think we I think we uh we, I mean we could brainstorm this live on the pod. Welcome to the inside of our brains. Maybe we instead of the maybe instead of the six pack, we'll do we'll we'll just put some wagers on the three big ones because we haven't touched on Utah USC yet. But maybe maybe we just sprinkle some individual plays on the old uh, Michigan Penn State if we want. Definitely Tennessee Alabama, and then I do want some skin in the game on uh, Utah USC. I like it. Well, we'll we'll discuss. We'll discuss. Yep. Uh, another one thirty game. North Carolina State Syracuse. Just a weird game. I don't know. I I just don't know. It's I a know basketball matchup. I'm right. I know Devin Leary is injured for North Carolina State. Very solid defense. They put up some good fight last week. Um, Syracuse just kind of seems to be rolling at the moment. You know, mm-hmm. just winning kind of weird games, ugly games. Um, yep. just games all over the place. They had a they had a bye week, so they're coming off a nice little bye. Um, they're playing at what should be a, a rock and carrier dome. And one of the pods I was listening to said, it's basically like a tin dome and it just gets extremely loud in there. Yep. So, uh, I, I, I like Syracuse in this one, <laughs> North Carolina state though. I just, they're just, they're just weird. They're just a weird team. I've only, I only watched the opening weekend, uh, North Carolina state where they barely squeaked it out against, uh, geez, maybe it was ECU, my mighty pirates. I forget who it was, but, I think Syracuse, I'm, I'm, I agree with this one with you. I think that Syracuse makes this one uh, ugly enough to win because, like you said, there's no rhyme or reason that Syracuse should be ranked where they are or let alone be as good as they are. But they just they just are. They play really good. They're like what Boston College almost wishes they were because they're just capitalizing on that. Just solid defense. Their offense has no rhyme or reason. There's no rhythm to it. It's just kind of a weird hodgepodge of, of weapons, but it works. So, uh, yeah, put me down for Syracuse winning this one, too. I like it. I like it. Uh, moving on a little bit. Hey, James Madison, you're ranked. Congrats. That's awesome. Um, moving on to kind of more of the evening <sighs> slate. Uh, Clemson, Florida State. Clemson only favored by five. They are playing at Florida State. Uh, Clemson is definitely one of those teams where I expected some sort of drop off and they've had close games like they're not as dominant but all dj back there is is just a brick shit house and he just finds ways to it's not the prettiest all the time or anything like that but right. um find ways to win basically they're coming off a huge win last week 31 to 3 mm-hmm. at you know boston at boston college they're gonna be on the road again you just look at dj and he just kind of has the same look on his face never too high never too low he's just like i'm just gonna come out here yep. and i'm just big yep. polynesian i'm just gonna fuck someone up yeah. And Florida State, they're kind of in that body blow type uh, stretch of their schedule. They, they're coming off two back-to-back losses, one against our lovely Demon Deacons, who I love, Sam Hartman, <laughs> and then uh, losing at North Carolina State, 19-17. So, yeah, it, I, it, I just – I like Clemson here. I, I do. I, I do. like the number as well. Yeah. I, I, I think last year with the, the you know, DJ kind of having a flounder year last year and not really, you know, very, very – did not 
I guess disappointing is harsh, but definitely not living up to expectations. That was probably the best thing that could have happened to him because I feel like it almost hit the reset button on him because the Clemson's, again, like I, I, they get thrown in there for namesake because they are obviously a good program. But, uh, yeah, I, I think last year was a little bit of a letdown, and he, he went back, got better, obviously, and, and this is very much shaping up to be a Clemson in the playoff picture, again, as much as that pains me to say, because – it's the ACC and they don't really play anybody, but yeah, I, I think they handle Florida state pretty handedly. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> that would be, that'd be one. I'm going to throw in a little parlay if I can find the other ones. Um, all right. We got uh, two more big ones for you. So Mississippi state at Kentucky, Old Mississippi dogs. state currently favored by three and a half points. Will Levis is supposed to be back, but it's the same type of thing. He's injured. What's the, you know, Tavion Robinson's still out for Kentucky as well. I, yeah, I just I think a banged up Will Levis is just not good enough, and especially no. looking at Mississippi State right now, yeah. man. And I mean, um, Will Rogers throwing. He's already got over two thousand yards passing. He's at twenty two touchdowns, three interceptions, seventy one percent of his passes, and they just screen pass you to death. It's all short passes. It's your it's fucking what's his name, the Leach, Mike Leach, mm-hmm. just with the mad pirate. Yeah, the mad pirate, Mississippi just, pirate. Right. So so you like the Bulldogs here. Yeah, they, this uh, I was I, I was I, I was kind of looking into them while as you were going on there. They I don't really have any like any color to add to this because I do just think Mississippi State's just a very stout team, just just like their namesake, the Bulldogs. They're just stout. They're, you're not not you, pretty, you, not not nice to look right, at. Right, right. Like, it, but weird, pretty, weird enough where you're like, that's an interesting. Right. Look at they they don't run the ball ever. I still <laughs> think I still think Mike Leach ending up in the SEC is still one of may go down as one of the weirdest coaching <laughs> transitions of all time, but. It's obviously working. I mean, it, it again. Well, I, they're just, they're, I, just, they're gonna get you down. They're gonna suffocate you. It's they, I don't think they're gonna blow the doors off of the Kentucky, but I don't think it's gonna at any point in this game. I don't think there's really gonna be a whole lot of hope for Kentucky. Right. Yeah. I. It, it's interesting. Yeah. I always still love. I think it was Leach's first season. I think it was the COVID year, really. Um. But uh, Mississippi State came out as LSU just won the title and they had a great game and won against LSU. And I remember ESPN made this commercial that was like, "You're looking for you're looking for a bandwagon. Hop on." It's Spike Leach, and then they lost like every game. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> After that. Yeah. So like that's just, that's the last memory I have of Mississippi State, but. I, I just there's something about it, and especially with a little bit of a banged up, you know, Levis, and I think the points are going back to start to favor Kentucky a little bit, but uh, I don't know. That's they, it's, they always will. That's just that. Listen, you you already gave Vegas their flowers earlier. This is exactly what they're doing. They're waiting for everybody to start betting their money on Mississippi State, and they're start swaying it back to the the Wildcats to make sure they get some money back on this deal. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So yeah, it's um yeah, that, that's industry. I, I like Mississippi State as well. So. Yeah. Get and then it. lastly, six get to it. USC Utah. This is a big one. This is, and and let me just shed a little light on this. You know, talk about the uniforms and stuff. This is the, uh, a perfect timing because this is the uh, it's the twenty two percent game. So yep. if you guys don't remember, Ty Jordan and Aaron Low, I think it's Aaron Low, um, both wore twenty two. Both tragically lost their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, just and like every game, like I went to that Utah game the other day, and in between the third and fourth quarter, they do the moment of loudness, which they honor that. And it's like it really is one of those things where you, you get chills and you're like, oh my god, this is just incredible. And you just remember how both of them, you know, were good and just their impact on the team. They're busting out the special helmets, the uniforms, everything's going to be yep. for that. It's going to be under the lights at Rice Eccles Stadium. I think just some some of the stats that we've reeled off or that I listened to on the other pod was like. Utah and Kyle Whittingham as home favorites. They're like 25 and one over the last since they've joined the Pac-12. They just don't lose at home at night games, especially a game like this. Yes, USC is a good team, um, but I think the way Utah's built is exactly what's going to mm-hmm. kind of fuck up, you know, this kind of the pretty offense and everything like that for yeah. for USC. And I just yeah. and coming off a loss, a really tough loss too, where Kyle Whittingham's probably just yelling at him and Morgan Scally's, you know, freaking out. Uh, they're going to want to respond and they're going to respond big. Uh, Utah's got a fantastic secondary led by Clark Phillips. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I obviously I, yeah, I'm going for Utah here, but yeah, it's you're high in the Utes as well. It seems. Well, and this is everything you just laid out the framework for all the, you know, we're, we're the 22% and I, and this is when you have a team like Utah where it's predicated on how good and, you know, just high performing your defense is. These kind of environments that you're heading into, if if the team like Utah has a defense that they do, 
it's just going to add fuel to the fire because it's it's one thing if your defense is lackluster and your offense is kind of a big thing because if the offense isn't clicking, like you can really go downhill fast. But if you have a, a tremendous defense, which Utah does, I this is going to be an absolute nightmare for Caleb Williams. I, he he's going to see ghosts because it's spooky season. Uh, I just I I think that this will be a fourth quarter coming down at the end and, and Vegas having this at a, th- a three and a half point swing either way they're geniuses because I wouldn't touch either of those lines with a 10 foot pole because I think it will be a field goal game, but I, it, this will absolutely be, they will be buzzing. I still don't understand what the, the, the UMass, what's the Utah student sections thing. The must, the, the must, what is that? Section? Is that what that is? Yeah. Okay. Well, the must, the must is going to be mussy because this is, it's still, it doesn't make sense to me because when I think football, I just don't think Utah, like right off the top of my head. But just the the experience that I've had in the tailgate alone, <laughs> that place is going to explode if if Utah wins this game. And this, if turnovers happen, it's if you get behind the ball, like if Caleb Williams is going to try to lead like a comeback in the fourth quarter, it's just not going to happen. It's just, it could get real ugly real quick for Lincoln Riley and company. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty high on the youths on this one too. Yeah, I don't think they've lost a home game in quite a long time either. Utah like people, yeah, I don't, and it's not people forget, but it's like it. You you got to remember, they beat Oregon at home, and then they went on to beat them in the Pac-12 championship. Like it, this is, the, and there's not beat a lot the of breaks off. There's yeah. not yeah, like this is, there's not a lot of turnover here. This is almost copy paste the same team from last year. Like Thick Boy Rising, or our, our Lord and Savior Thick Boy Rising, is gonna he's gonna ball out in this game. He's gonna there's no options. He's gonna ball I'm out. Definitely missing Devin Lloyd point. a little bit, but yeah. it's Utah or USC is not like the big running back type, you know, because we have smaller linebackers, but they're very physical right. and athletic, which is you're running against a spread offense. I think that's exactly what it is. And Utah or USC did struggle pretty tremendously on the road at night uh, at uh, Beaver Stadium against the yeah. uh, against the Beavs. Um, I don't if know, you're looking for if you're looking but... for a team that's just the Beavers just on steroids, it's Utah. I mean, they, yeah, they they don't they don't have to they don't have to they don't have to rush odd man's on on USC's offensive line. USC's offensive line is not good. Like they they are relying a lot on Caleb Williams doing it with his arm, doing it with his legs, kind of extending plays. Utah has no and no blitz because that's just who they are tenacious like that. But like Utah doesn't have to go out on limbs here to try to win this game. They can control it. Like if if they if things go to plan, they can control this game from start to finish. All they just cannot get behind. If they if they can get a lead, whether it's three points, ten points, seven points, if they can get out and get to a lead, I think that that is where we will start seeing the life get sucked out of USC. Yep, a lot of you know uh, good special teams for Utah. Oh yeah, really? You know, elevation, maybe a little inversion. Uh, who knows? <laughs> you know, so yeah, yeah air, there's gonna be. Yeah, what's the air quality dirty. report? What's is yeah. it? What's the meter at? Red, orange? Where, where are we Probably at? Probably mild. Let's let's take a look for Saturday here, uh, or at least today. That's good for the most part. It's um, it, it is truly incredible, though, and you uh, as a as a native can uh, uh, attest. You could be standing at Utah Stadium and on a bad day, like you can't even see downtown. And for reference, downtown's like two blocks away. Like when when you're up at the stadium, though, you are kind of above it. But yeah, it, right. it can look pretty gross. It's yeah. So, it's, but no, we're not at that point of the year yet. Thankfully, it's starting to get a nighttime game. A night- starting to get a little chilly too. It's starting to get down a little yeah, bit. Hey, it, listen, it, these California boys ain't. We we got we got the uh, the cold weather Polynesians. We got the good ones. Like the, right. you can't play in this weather. Um, yeah, those are the big ones. Michigan State, Wisconsin, fucking do something, Michigan State. That's all I'm asking for. Do fucking something. If you want to go to the bowl game, you got to win this game. Um, Wisconsin's favored by seven. Michigan State's at home. Not an ideal. Yeah, but Wisconsin just had to like, – I think Wisconsin – I know he got kicked out of practice. I don't forget who it is, but it's somebody somebody from Wisconsin's an team got kicked tackle. out of practice. Yeah, yeah for some uh, some fighting, I'm assuming. I, I don't know. I had never read what the actual incident was. A little, little Draymond Green-esque, but uh, – they're in shambles, Kyle. Maybe, maybe, maybe pulling out on the Badgers. I don't think oh, so. Fuck, I hope so. I'm just, yeah, it is what it is. It, you know, fuck it. Um, I guess other, just some notable ones, Duke, North Carolina. Hey, look at that. Football, though. Mm, so. Yeah, well, that's Tobacco Road only live in basketball season. Uh, they do have <laughs> sick helmets, so I, I hate how much I keep talking about uniforms, right. but the chrome Tar Heel helmets are pretty sick. LSU, Florida. It's funny as that game has no buzz because it's just, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, hey, but like this, that's that's the that's the magic of the SEC though, because every year in and year out, no matter what how good or bad any given team is, you're always gonna get a Tennessee Alabama type matchup because that's just how it that's how it works. There's always gonna be every weekend there's always at least one solid matchup in that conference. 
This is the weekend, though, for sure. Like, if, okay, if you yeah. want to get your college football fixed in, if you're one of those weirdos who's, like, not fully bought into, like, what college football is all about, this is the weekend for it. Because, yeah, I'm even kind of taking a peek to next week, and it's just like, ugh, God. Maybe, maybe, you should, uh, maybe you should get COVID again. You know, a little, huh. little excuse to stay inside. Tell me about it. I know. Emma's like, yeah, we should go take pictures. I'm like, oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. I was like, well, can we uh, – I need clothes. So, well, that, that was my thing. I was like, well, I need I need new clothes. So maybe we can go – think what I'm going to do is trick into going shopping. Sunday, there's no traffic on Sunday. You have all the scenery to yourselves. Right, right. And she, you know, I was like, well, what about next weekend? She's like, because Michigan State's bye weekend. She's like, oh, well, the leaves and the colors. I'm like, yeah. Oh, see, you are going to get food because <sighs> I, I, I'm fighting the same battle of Anna, Anna is following all the ski resorts out there in Utah. And I just, every day I'm getting peppered with, oh, I wish we were in Salt Lake still. Look at the leaves. So, yeah, it is oh. great leaf weekend. It is. It is a great Leaf weekend. So, I mean, they should be there next week, right? Right? So, they, I don't know. Bro, that, Leafs are kind of bitches. They just they just fall real quick. Tell that's me about fun. it. My neighbor's got the biggest fucking tree on the planet, dude. Yeah, you, what's, your, what's your homeowner insurance look like as far as tree damage? Fuck, yeah. That's a great question. So, yeah. Uh, anyways, great weekend. It's going to be big. You know, we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get the episode out here shortly and then, you know, get some picks out. It's, uh, yeah, it's going to be, be fun. so fucked up on Saturday, Kyle. Don't even call me on Saturday. Don't even text me. You say don't expect me. Don't even, don't even expect me to be tweeting from the pod. All right. Uh, well, I, oh, trust me. I, I threw those expectations out. No, <laughs> you, 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 you chip in every now and then. It's good. It's good little balance there. I, you know, it's, you, uh, you just use it as your personal account anyway. So I don't even know why I need to use it. Well, it's just, yeah, I just, well, cause otherwise it just becomes an echo chamber with myself. I need to see some variants here. So, you know, it's, oh, uh, a, some variants, ladies and gentlemen, if you go on the name image podcast, Twitter, and just look at who we're following, it's just 95% Spartans, parody accounts and beat writers. That's all it is. I know. Hey, it's, I'm, I'm trying to get better at that and trying to find some different ones. It's, it's just hard. Twitter's just weird. It's just fucking weird. So, hey, listen, listen. Padres on tonight. I'm excited for that. Go Padres. Hey, baseball team. Big baseball town. Yeah, yeah. San Diego. So yeah, outside of that, Mike, great weekend. I'm excited. Yep. So let's uh let's get rocking and rolling. Um I I'm almost out of beer, which is a little frustrating. So might have to make a trip to Ooh, get some. He's itching for more beer. You're an alcoholic, Kyle. You have more draws? <laughs> Fuck man. Yeah, pretty much. So Michael, <laughs> anything else? Nope. I don't have anything. I don't have anything at all. Nothing. Yeah! I love it. This is the Name Image Podcast. Like, review, subscribe, follow us on Twitter. Uh, we'll see you next week. See you guys. Follow me on OnlyFans. Yo, you want to know about me?